When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's just after five on this hump day and the man, the myth, the legend, Rocco, is joining Lori and Julia for Pop Culture Jeopardy. Shall we play a game? Yes. Well, there's only two legends on this show, and they're, they're in the other room there. Oh, so. Rocco. We're, <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? We're good. good. How are you? Good. Well, Julia, you might like this because it's, uh, according to the BS website I usually go to for stuff like this, it's Single Working Woman's Day. Oh, God. Ooh. Way to way to make <laughs> You're the face of single working oh, women, Julia. Yes, you are. Wow. Yes. Wait, way to make me not... Yeah. Hey, be proud. Yeah, be, be proud. proud. You're, Come on. You're a free woman. You can do what you want, when you want, spend your money, no answering to anybody. That's right. So you just enjoy it while you have it because... You're not going to be around on the market for long, you hot. <laughs> I'm trying cute. not to cry, but thank you for trying to make oh, me feel good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so I. That was really fun. I All took right, it a step further. This is going to be really good for me. I can't wait. Oh, I, took, I think you're going to be, you're going to nail these. <laughs> I took it a step further. I found a whole bunch of uh, single working moms in pop culture. Oh, okay. Mm. And I'm going to quiz you on them. Okay. All right. Um, we'll start with this one. One day at a time. <laughs> Come on. Now. You know what, Julia? That it have to be one of them. It is. It's the first question. Penelope Alvarez, played by Justina Machado, and Anne Romano. Oh, one day by Bonnie Franklin. I got it. Yeah, that's funny. Both played single moms in two different shows with the same name. It's one One day day at a time. time. This is it. There it is. I'm sure. Love it. I watched this a bunch when I was a kid. I did. We did too. Sundays on CBS. I have not watched the uh, Netflix one. Have you? Neither have I. Neither have I. I but I, everyone Norman I know Lear, that likes it, it. They said it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Julia, you gonna want to see if you can just guess number two? <laughs> number um, two. No, Go I don't like it. All right. Lori's <laughs> already bored with that. From 1997 to 2003, she was executive manager at the Independence Inn, then co-owner and manager of the Dragonfly Inn. All while raising her daughter Rory. Oh, Gilmore oh, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yes. Lorelai Gilmore on the Gilmore Girls. And she is now partnered with Minnesota's own Peter Krause. He was on the TV show 911 that just got big raises yesterday. 
Did they? Yeah, they got yeah. huge raises, and he has the same birthday as me, in case you're wondering. All right. Well, Back I think to you're you. going to like this question because this <laughs> also. I was so bored with oh my, my digressing. My eyes are, I'm really getting exercise now. I'm rolling my eyes backward and forward and sideways and up and down. <laughs> I should get Olympic and eye rolling right now. <laughs> what do you don't like about that? Lauren she Graham just doesn't is, like me. No, she's in love with a Minnesota. Well, I'm going to segue from Lauren Graham to Minnesota in this question, okay. because we learned this week that another show where she plays a single working Lonnie mom. Lonnie Anderson. No, we're Lauren Graham. Oh, her. She plays a single working mom on another show that just got renewed for a second season. It's on Disney Plus. Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. It is. Is that a tie? No, I got it first. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that has a Minnesota tie because that show that, takes yes, place it here. Was. In the I love that her show Parenthood. That was such you, a good show. There were so many good people in it. Craig and you got Bonnie canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how she met Peter. Yeah, it was. All right. On a set. Well, this show, this next clue clip has nothing to do with Minnesota. Okay. Uh, it's a 2000 movie, and I'm going to play a clip for you. See if you can name the movie. Well, get this. They had a seminar. They invited about 200 residents from the area. Had My best friend's wedding. Nope. Aaron Rockovich. Yes. And how good it is for you. When all the time they're using Chromium 6. You know, that was 2000. Wow. I was going to say stepmom because she was in that around that time too. But oh, I really. Oh, she wore. That was tragic hair. That was tragic. Tragic. Um, all right. Well, this we're celebrating a single working woman's day and I'm, uh, I've got some single working moms in pop culture for you, including okay. this one on this show that aired on Showtime from 2005 to 2012. Nancy Botwin is a widowed mother. Weeds. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you remember her name from Weeds? I didn't remember her name, but just. I don't know. How did you get <laughs> she, that? That was like it, it, I don't know, Julia. That I'm, was and, and, and I'm a Mary, cancer. I'm a Mona Shonda. What's her name? Uh, the actress. Oh, Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, who was eight months pregnant when her boyfriend ditched her for Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Billy Crudup ditched mm-hmm. her for Claire Danes, and now, now dating Naomi Watts. Leave Schreiber's ex. Hmm. But he dumped her for the nanny. Yeah, he did. And that's, now he's with the South the, Dakota girl. That was, she was the nanny. Yeah, he did. He's still mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Do Doing li- commercials for mattresses. <laughs> Do we like that segue? Or no? Yeah. Well, Lori was involved. Okay. Yeah, I was involved. And, so, so it was so much was, more fun for yeah. her. She got to talk. She got a talking part in that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am gonna. I'm gonna segue okay. from weeds mm-hmm. to this. I found this to be a, a bit of an interesting factoid. In 1993, her character was working the pipelines at a place called, get this, CBD Oil. So good. Her character was named Grace. The show was called Grace Under Fire, and the actress that played the single Holly Hunter. working mom was. Yeah, I, I, Holly I Hunter. It's was also it? alliterative. It's. It's a BB. Yeah, Bonnie Bedelia. No. no. Bonnie, Bonnie Hunt. Nope. No. Grace Under for Grace Butler or Bonnie ooh, Butler? No, nope. Something close. Butler. Oh, Grace. The Butler did it. Who is oh, it? Butler. What the hell is her I name? I don't know. Bonnie. No. No, it's not Bonnie, but it's Butler. Barbara. Rhea. <laughs> she got, oh God, her career just went like in the toilet. Yeah. I can't remember. I know who but she it's is. it's Butler. I can see her face. It She's was Brett Butler. Brett Butler. Oh, Brett Butler. But isn't that kind of funny? She works yes. at a place called CBD Oil. Mm-hmm. They were very, they, they were ahead they were, of it. They really were. <laughs> they were ahead yeah. of it. 
Um, okay. Uh, you know what a meat cute is? Yes. I introduced Julia to that tell word us what not it is that again. long ago. It's kind it's of your story. two okay. characters kind of meet for the first meat, time and, and you sense that way. there's something, All right. you know, sparking between them. I could use a meat them. cute. Well, yes. yes. I, someone, I'd like a meat cute. Mm-hmm. Well, here's one from a 80s television show starring uh, a character who was a single working mom named Angela Bauer. See if you can name this show. Oh, it's um, Three's well, Company. Well, uh, the, the band, Angela Bauer, the boss. I'm here to help yes. you. Yes, what'd you say? I beg your pardon. Who's the boss? Oh, this show. I got it. About the job? Yeah. I got oh, it. I mean, I gave must all be the a clues. mistake. This job is for a housekeeper. That's me, Mr. Goodmop. Tony Danza and... the boss? Or what yeah, did they call the it boss? first? You got you call it. It. No, I got it. She said something about a boss and you finished it. I finished it. So we really get it. It's 42 to work. 42. How about this? She plays a single mom named Joyce Byers in the Netflix series Stranger Things. Or Winona Ryder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anyone watch that anymore? I watched season one. I watched season one. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it all the way. She made me anxious, her character. Her character, her her jerkiness, her eye movement. She was such an anxious mom. She made me anxious. But she was good. Isn't that funny? She was an anxious woman. That was her Isn't that funny? Yeah. I was just like, but I don't know. I heard you could have, we could have just skipped the second season and went back to three. Yes, but I, I never didn't care enough. The show, right? I didn't yeah, care. I didn't There's no sex. There's no nothing yeah, happening on that show. They're kids. Mm-hmm. All right, That's kids right. solving mysteries. I'm bored. All right. Well, I'm going to do a Winona <laughs> Ryder. Back to my Buster Brown novels. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do a Winona Ryder segue here because um, she there earlier in her career she played Mermaids with oh, Cher. Yes, exactly. I love that movie. Yeah. If love me so. Do you remember who the other daughter oh, was? No. The other, the little girl. Amanda Seyfried. No. no. Um, she was little, little. Was it the little girl who was Reese in Witherspoon. Mrs. Doubtfire? Was um, it that little She girl? was Christina Ricci. Oh, yes. there you go. I was close with my first guest. Wendy. Wendy from the Adams family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, was it, yeah. Was that her name? You Wednesday, are your Tuesday, Captain Bob. All right, one last six. one. Well, right. we got through like 10 questions here. Unless I'm Very quickly. We need, to, we need to digress. Okay. All right. This is the last one. Uh, in 1991, Candace Bergen's character, Murphy, Murphy Brown, Brown. Mm-hmm. an investigative journalist, got pregnant, That's decided right. to raise the baby on her own. With Eldon, the painter. Drawing some real-life criticism from oh, what? Oh, Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle. He said that was what was wrong with American women, that women would have a child on their own. And that's 1991. Yeah. Yep. That seems like that should have been 1971. Yeah. No, 91. <laughs> well, he Julia, put his foot in his mouth quite a few times. Yeah, he did. Um, I got creamed. Yeah. The, seven to two. Yeah, seven that was this was the worst, and I had such good intentions. And yeah. you got off to a great start where you got uh, the first question right without right even, without even hearing the question. I, I was like it. nervous. Wow. Oh, this is crazy. This is nutty. Rocco, <laughs> I just want you to tell us the story because I, I was intrigued this morning listening to you on that okay. other program. Yes. Kind of Steve, you tried the meatless chicken wings. Oh, I did. Uh, yeah, at uh, Her- Herbie's uh, oh, fried yeah. chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. You know, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan, but I, right? I was driving by. My sister lives in the Nicomas area. And okay. So Bruno and I, uh, my 10-year-old, we I had the two-piece chicken dinner. 
and he had the chicken sandwich, and it was Delish. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I want to try. Did you wait in a big long line? It made me was, hungry. Uh, there was maybe like two people ahead of me, oh, but yeah, I've heard good. there's long lines mm-hmm. there. But yeah, you know, came with a vegan biscuit and vegan butter and vegan coleslaw. I'm hungry for chicken wings. That just sounds so good right now. Are the vegetarian chicken wings? Do they have skin? You know, or it had some a breading, kind of a crispy yeah. thing. It had sort of a yeah, like a uh, crispy they wouldn't salty bread. No, I know, but, but bread. it had crispy right, yeah. breading right. or something like to, a chicken finger kind of thing to manipulate. Yeah, to make it seem like to that. hold it yeah. together. And whatever it was, like Don and Steve were asking me, what was it made of? I'm like, I don't even know. No, Soy but it was delicious. Something. But yeah, it was stringy and it sort of felt like chicken. Yeah, had the texture of chicken. I'd go back there again. Yeah. Did you get grossed out that you were eating something that wasn't a chicken wing? Because, like, I can't even eat a chicken wing. I just well, you don't like, you're like Donna. Okay, yeah. Donna won't eat meat on bones, bones either. Yeah. But horrible. I'll eat meat on bones. Yeah. I love meat. Yeah. Bring it on. Give yeah. me the ribs. Give me everything. Give her the big one. Right, yeah. whatever, Laura. I'm not going there with you. But but so, and it was at Herbie's. Herbie's, yeah. Herbie's, Herbie's uh, fried chicken. Yeah. It sounded so good. Like for, it's a 48th in Chicago or something. Kind I feel of like we the, talked to this brother and we sister. We did. When they opened their place, we did. In North we had them on the re- we'd had them on our show for some when yeah. they first opened. Yeah. Yes, Herbie they, Butcher's Fried Chicken. Right. If you're back there again, get me an order. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll Venmo you. Right, I still we'll owe you money for the drinks you had to buy <laughs> for Lori that my kids were trying to buy. That was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> and kid, I didn't even drink any of them. But they both drank them. <laughs> your kid first was gonna buy Lori, Lori shots on Lori's own tab, and then changed right. his mind. And Look tried to buy him on Apple Pay, right. and the guy at Schuler's <laughs> was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, <laughs> he's a millennial or he's a Gen Z or whatever yeah. the latest is. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, listen. Thanks, Rocco. Thanks, Rocco. We appreciate it. Uh, when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Good afternoon. Hello. Happy hump day, ladies. Oh, like, thank you. So happy about that. <laughs> and we're on the right side of the hump, too. Of course. It's weekend light. So we're going to start this dirt alert this afternoon with some news about Dr. Dre's oldest daughter saying that she's homeless and living out of her car. So she's talking to the Daily Mail. Her name is Latanya Young. She's 38 years old. And she says in a new interview that she hasn't received money from Dr. Dre in a year and a half. So she's talking to the Daily Mail, I thinking that they're giving her a little money to do yeah. this interview. Well, she says, my kids are staying with friends and they're not living in the car. It's just me. She's a single mother of four. She said she's taking odd jobs just to make ends meet right now. Now, Latanya is Dr. Dre's daughter with Lisa Johnson, and they split when LaTanya was five years old, so back in the 80s. And LaTanya claims she hasn't seen Dr. Dre in 18 years and can only communicate with him via his team. Well, come on, she's 38 years old. This isn't like a... a Teenage kid or anything. I mean, come well, it, I don't. We don't know what fall a uh, hard know. time she's falling right, on. Right. If there's alcohol or addiction, but right. I hope that the Daily Mail gave her some good money and she can get an apartment. Exactly, Lori. That's so <laughs> true, isn't it? Very, very true. So that's making headlines today. Something else making headlines on page six. Did you see these photos of Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom having a good time in Capri? <laughs> I said oh. to Lori, they are having so much fun. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I loved it. So they're a part 
farting at a test. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cavern in Capri, and these are the photos on page6.com right now. They are having a good time. Now, Katy Perry was uh, performing at a UNICEF uh, fundraiser last week and now they're doing karaoke now Orlando Bloom is wearing one of those muscle shirts that you wear at the beach mm-hmm. that has like that, the sculpted that, that already has like a, 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 a big speedo a big Lori, package Lori bought me one of these to wear that had me in a bikini mm-hmm. you know I had a bikini lady with a really hot body yeah they're fun they're fun I couldn't tell if it was his real body yeah or I know it's the t-shirt it's the t-shirt it's the t-shirt well yeah. I mean because we have seen Orlando Bloom blossom on a stand-up paddleboard in the past. That's so true. One had to have an eagle eye, so those are fun photographs to look at. They are partying down in Italy. Now, something, I'm going to put this on show links tomorrow on mytalk1071.com. Christopher Maloney on the cover of Men's oh. Health magazine. Yes, oh Lori's in God. love with the photos. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I was already on it this afternoon. Yeah. I was just like, holy hell. <laughs> so Christopher Maloney, star of Law & Order SUV, he, uh, you know, of course, played Detective Stabler on the series. He has gone viral this past year for his... um His butt. His butt, yes, because yeah. he is fit. He is 60 years old, and he is super fit in this Men's Health magazine. He's doing a photo spread where he's uh, pulling a truck by mm-hmm. chains, mm-hmm. and he's totally naked on the front. Of course, yeah. you know, his bits are covered. But, you know, he said, there's kind of a thing about my butt. It broke the internet. He says in the interview, I guess I catch flies with my butt cheeks like a Venus flytrap. Okay, that's hysterical. <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah, he's like, my my butt is. People are really into it. it it's so perky. It's such a hockey butt. Now, oh, it's up high like just, a hockey butt. Do I go to Men's Health to see that? Yeah, you yeah, can Christopher go to, Maloney mm-hmm. go on Twitter. I mean, it's kind of everywhere. Yeah, the New York Post has these pictures, too. He said, in a previous interview about his butt, I've been blessed with glutes that have an attractive shape. So I guess you could argue that the glute-peeping public are now reaping the benefits of all that hard work. Okay, yeah. that's so funny. And he's doing the splits, and I sent it to my brother, and he said, I'm four hours ahead of you on this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christopher Maloney also has been called a zaddy. Zaddy, yeah. You know, and he says of being called a zaddy, I've been called that a lot, and who, do I, who am I to argue with it? Sure, I'm a zaddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, it's cool as bleep to be on the cover of Men's Health at the age of 60 years I old. I love it. Yeah. I told Casey he was a zaddy, and then he's like, what's that? And I said, an attractive older man who who just looks who can get it and he just goes why do you tell me these things 
Just that, I love just that. So you know. It's just an opportunity for Casey to accept it with some grace. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, uh. oh, oh, mm-hmm. Casey, just being humble there. All yeah. right. Uh, news from the world of television this afternoon about who's going to be the permanent host of Jeopardy. Variety is reporting that it's the show's executive producer, Mike Richards, who is in advanced negotiations with Sony to become the permanent host of Jeopardy. Wow. Huh. Yeah, well, that's kind of the well, collective. He had, didn't he have the best ratings? Uh, you know, I can't speak about his ratings, but I do know when people were watching Jeopardy, people thought that he didn't quite have the presence of Alex Trebek and perhaps some of the other guest hosts that have been rotating through since Alex Trebek's passing. Yeah, that that seems weak. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I you know, it's interesting to think about perhaps... Some of the other more high-profile names that have been in contention, I would Aaron Rodgers, LeVar Burton has mm-hmm. been a fan favorite. He's just wrapped up his hosting week last week. I wonder if there are you know, salary negotiations, what yeah, kind of things are going knows. on behind the scenes. They're like, okay, well, we can just get Mike to do it. Yeah. He knows mm-hmm. what's going on. So there you go there. Now, I have a feeling that you guys, Hollywood, spoke this. But let's return back to the topless model on Princess oh. Eugenie's husband's Jack Brooksbank's yacht. Okay, so let's just talk about this. Because we talked about this yesterday, and I was like, oh, okay. okay. So Eugenie just has Eugenie five, has, has a five-month-old five baby and, with this guy who her, is on a yacht. And he is a brand ambassador for Casa Amigas. Yeah, oh, okay. the tequila, And he was on a yacht, mm-hmm. and he was with girls in bikinis. Was he doing a photo shoot? Uh, he was doing business. That's what we call a boondoggle. But now today, the uh, one of the gals didn't. She said her. What did she say? One of the gals that was on the boat with uh, him. Well, her name is Erica Pellicini, and she says, "I usually never go topless, but my bikini got wet, and I decided to take it off." <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know how that happens. Yeah. When you jump in the water well, and your bikini and ye- gets And yesterday, um, uh, her Princess Eugenie's mom, Sarah Ferguson, was doing stuff for her, her book, her, her bodice ripper book. And she described this uh, this guy as a James Bond. And I thought, if you only knew how real that was. Oh, my He's gosh. He's on a yacht in Capri with uh, topless and bikini-clad women while his wife is at home with the five-month-old. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you know, and Erica, the model, who, oops, I took off my bikini because it was wet, she said, I know it doesn't look right for Jack and his family, and I felt very bad for them when I saw the images of him surrounded by three women because his wife was not there. Okay, so Princess Eugenie called Jack and said, you get that girl to do an apology because she apologizes personally Yep, to Eugenie. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. She said, I'm very sorry if I caused any embarrassment to Princess Eugenie and Jack. It wasn't appropriate for me to be topless. Oh, oh, oh my, my word. So I told you people, okay. I, I knew that there was going to be mad. And I thought, why is this mother-in-law defending this guy? I mean, right. just saying nothing. And, t- and telling of him that he's a man of such integrity. integrity. That's way over the top way over explanation which makes me think that he's not a man of integrity no he's more like james bond which she said first about him thank you (laughs) thanks ali you're welcome and then there was a scandal vintage scandal it was quite the scandal all right well since it's, it's the olympics and we can't just have grant and i's Horse video being the scandal of the Olympics. <laughs> I thought the it would scandal be, of my dog. Right. I thought that you, we could revisit um, 
uh, other Olympic scandals and controversies that have happened. And thankfully, Teen Vogue just this week uh, compiled at some of the biggest Olympic scandals and controversies. And so I'm going to skip around year wise. Okay. Here's one. I mean, this one really is the biggest scandal. I don't know that it will be topped. It's the number one Olympic scandal that happened in 1936 when the Olympics were held in Berlin. Yes. Amid the Nazis' rise to power. And it was three years into Hitler's reign as dictator of Germany. The country hosted the Summer Olympics. It was chosen as the site of the 1936 Olympics before Hitler came to power. Sure. And there were questions about whether he would go through with hosting the Games. And in the end, he did. And historians say... Because they saw it as a way to spread their propaganda and demonstrate the power of the Nazi regime on an international stage. And at the time of the Olympics, the Gestapo, which was the secret police of Nazi Germany, they were gaining power. Jewish people were being persecuted, you know, in Germany and across Mm -hmm. Europe. And some American Jewish athletes uh, boycotted the games in protest. And although Hitler is said to have thought of the Berlin Games as a perfect opportunity to spread his message of Aryan racial superiority, that message was unsurped by black American Jesse Owens' stunning victories for which he secured four gold Gold medals medals in track and field. And interestingly... I forgot about the impact of him winning that because as a black man in this Aryan society, the blonde whiteness that Hitler wanted everyone to be. Yes, yes. And then um uh then in 1956 the games were in Melbourne, the Summer Olympics, and there were boycotts over multiple international uh crises and the Summer Olympics in Melbourne took place in November and December to accommodate the southern Sure. The summer, summer schedule of the, the southern northern, hemisphere. Of the yeah. southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Summer's they, winter, winter, summer over there. And they were. It was the first time the games were staged outside of the northern hemisphere. Okay. And these games were affected by Egypt, Lebanon, and Iraq. They refused to participate because Israel had invaded the Sinai Peninsula. The Netherlands, Spain, and Switzerland opted out because the International Olympic Committee did not suspend the Soviet Union over its invasion of Hungary. Okay, these guys have been dogs for years. For years. And tensions over the Soviet invasion of Hungary came to blows during a water polo match in 1956. It came to be known as the blood in the water match. Throughout the game, four players were taken out of the pool for unsportsmanlike Handy, uh, oh my gosh, behavior punching each other out. Um, by the fourth quarter, the Hungarians were leading the Russians four to nothing when Russian athlete Valentin Prokovic punched this Bulgarian Irvin Zador in the face. Zador says he saw 4,000 stars, felt blood warming, you know, pouring down his face in the moments after the attack. The game ended prematurely with the Hungarians taking the victory and being escorted from the pool by Australian officials. And they went on to win gold. Hungary did against Yugoslavia in their next match. So, you know, they were probably really happy about Mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm not going to tell you about a couple. I'm not going to tell you about the two times there were massacres at the Olympic, but one was 1972 
in Munich and yeah. 1968, the Mexico Games. But we will talk about the games that had the most boycotts ever. And that was the 1980 Games in Moscow. So the 80 Games, it had two important distinctions. It was the first time uh, the, the Summer Olympic Games were held in a communist country. I can't even believe they gave it. Well, we know how shady the Olympic Yeah, is. and they were heavily boycotted. 65 nations chose not to compete, including the United States. The boycott announced by President Jimmy Carter was institute, instituted based on U.S. disapproval of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Mm, that's when, uh, I mean, this is how far long Afghanistan yeah. has been mm-hmm. just traveled all the invasion. Carter even threatened to revoke the passports of any U.S. athletes who chose to attend. Wow. And then four years later, in 1984, the Olympics were in L.A. and the Soviet Union boycotted those games because we boycotted sure. 1980. So I, remember, that I remember all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this one, everyone knows the 1994 winter Olympics that followed the attack on Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. So that, that was at the uh, practice session for the 1994 U S skating championships. Was and that Ke- in Turin, Italy, or where was that? Um, in Detroit. Oh, is it? And Kerrigan came off the ice oh, and was oh, clubbed that. with a yeah, baton yeah. in the right knee by an assailant who then fled the scene. And uh, then the week after the assault, the identity of the assailant, he was a hitman hired by Tonya Hardy, Tanya Harding's ex-husband, Jeff Galuli. C.I. Tanya. That is a great movie. I know, but where were those Olympics? Because Tanya Harding went those to Olympics, the Olympics. Yeah, during, they went on, uh, she went on to um, go to the Olympics. She and did. It was in Norway. Oh, it was in Norway. Yeah, okay. It was in, okay. Yeah, I think so. She earned the silver medal. Right. And that. Okay. Yeah. Uh now here's another one. And Nancy Kerrigan was not she a She won a silver. I know, but she's not a nice person. I mean, that whole family was a mess if you know later in time. Come on. Yeah. You remember and what I, I'm talking about. And Tanya Harding, you know, she placed eighth at the Olympics. She didn't do good then. She was stripped of her ninety four yes. national championship and banned from competing. Even though, you know, she didn't do it, her boyfriend did. Her ex-husband. Oh, that's Jeff Galuli, yeah. Jeff Galuli, a very, not a great name. No. But anyway, here's... Not here's, a great guy. Yeah, here's another <laughs> Olympic scandal that happened. This one, yeah, we remember well, the U.S. swim team concocting an elaborate lie at the 2016 Rio. Games in Rio. We'll give you Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte was competing in those games. He was a 12-time Olympic gold medalist and celebrated member of the United States swimming team. All eyes were on Lochte, even though Phelps was still winning. But the scrutiny got intense when he and three of his roommates claimed they'd been held up at gunpoint after a night out in Brazil. And his initial account was that the swimmers were robbed by men who he said were dressed up as police officers. Lochte even added this detail, that his teammates dropped to the ground when faced with a gun, but he refused the attacker's orders. Remember how elaborate? Okay, but but really, this is just a lie because they went out partying. 
This he was a and leather I, because they went out partying. They were confronted by security guards after they vandalized a gas station bathroom to get in there That's and right. use it. And they were returning to the Olympic Village at four in the morning. That's right. And the lie, the lie. And, and this brought he, down Billy Bush. But and then NBC. he was on an interview with Matt Lauer yes. first before Billy Bush. And he said he over-exaggerated what had happened. And that that maybe some things were open to misinterpretation. And like the incident tarnished his reputation and he he failed to qualify for the olympics at the june swimming trials in in omaha but he's like the second most decorated i didn't know he had 12 i did not know he had that many yeah but his mouth dummy his mouth yeah and that lie that story right and but they're they had a curfew yeah i know so anyway boy it was such an elaborate lie and that that was the scandal of the 2016 Olympics. Was yeah. that that really overshadowed everything? And then, you know, and remember um, Billy Matt? Bush and, no, who's the um, Al Roker Al on the Roker. beach with him? He bought into it. Everyone bought. No, it. Al was oh, suspicious. Oh, Al of was it. suspicious. Matt Lauer bought into it or something. And and he looked at Billy Bush uh, and he goes, "I don't know about that story." Right. Al was suspicious. Yeah, because especially because Ryan elaborated so much. And then I think Lochte ended up, uh, you know, going to rehab or something. He did. Yeah. He totally he, did. He, he was on Big Brother, too. He did yeah. Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. And I met him. <laughs> I met him with Marley at a bar here at like yeah. Sally's at the University of Minnesota. He smelled so good. He was pretty. <laughs> All right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Listen, we gotta go. We'll be right back. Breaking. I got, I have news for us for the first time since 19... 19- 88, something has happened. Do you remember 1988? I remember starting my first real job in 8888. Um, I was really feeling that... Uh, uh, 88. I, I it was a hot good, summer. Yeah, I wasn't going to be... You know, I wondered how long I was going to be married. Was that number one or two? Yeah, for my number first, one. I, I just was like, oh. That was what you were thinking. I was thinking... I, I was married a year, and I'd already been I started my naughty. first job for $18,600, I believe. On yeah. eight eight eighty eight eighteen thousand yep. big you. money. Okay, so this happened last night. What day is it? Is today Wednesday? Wednesday. Last yep. night, Tuesday. Last night, Tuesday. Last yeah. night okay. was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So NBC's Olympic coverage for the first time since nineteen eighty eight. The second Tuesday outdo the first Tuesday. So day twelve was bigger than day five because wow. it was the track it, and, Simone and Simone Biles. Biles. Mm-hmm. They yeah, say win vaults NBC and da 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 da. So that was kind of something. To watch and it. then for our Netflix folks, Netflix has had competition, and so they're sharing the numbers that they you know they owned the world in twenty nineteen. All the streaming, so yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. was it. So Netflix slice of U.S. subscription streaming pie has shrunk nineteen percent in two years. With all of the other streaming, Disney Plus, HBO Plus, Paramount Plus, Amazon, Hulu. Hulu. Now, I haven't looked at the Netflix stock prices yet today to see if they've dropped as a result, Mm -hmm. but we'll see. I'm I'm kind of annoyed with uh, 
gossip girl because they dropped the first episode on the CW and I put it on the DVR. Yeah. Now I find out that was you just have to a watch, tease. It was a tease because it's on HBO. Trying, <clears throat> trying to get people to subscribe. I know it. There's nothing free anymore. Are you? You know, it's kind of interesting because I was hooked after the there's one like episode. nothing on regular TV. You know, like all those cable channels. I mean, what the good stuff is on, you what, know, Discovery HB- Plus. No, or, HBO has well, shows but that's, and Showtime has but shows. But I'm talking CW. regular TV oh. without having to pay the premium for yeah. the HBO, the Showtimes, the that. You can't get... Well, you still have all your police procedurals and your sitcoms and people just... I, I, apparently, that, they're happy with having these much smaller numbers. I, I don't guess, know. I guess, I, I'm not going to worry about I all the media I guess. people. I guess you're not going to do it. I'm really not. I'm just happy that they're finally gossiping in Monaco about uh, Princess Charlene's absence. That's all. Okay, is there something new today? Because we talked about this yesterday. Well, Julia, it's been three months, but the European tabloids are finally tabloiding about Princess Charlene and where the hell is she? They're finally realizing she's absent. Where is uh, Charlene? What's the population of Monaco like? Monaco is very tiny. 10,000 people. Yeah, very, very tiny. It's the size of St. Paul. Something like that. Uh, yeah, there's a couple French ga- gossips around the case. This, uh, uh, the, the most trusted French uh, gossip or royal commentator, he had a source piece in the latest Paris match. And he describes subjects in Monaco becoming increasingly angry about their runaway princess. As they criticize everything from her mood swings to her appearance. Jeez. And then, um, proud. yeah, and the palace, uh, uh, you know, is uh, having to, they're crying wolf and she's discrediting herself. And then another Monaco source, and this was in another European and Italian tabloid, said, the excuse that she was there because of sinus infection it was very thin. No kidding. Because she said she's going to heal when she heals. I'm away for four months because I have a sinus infection. Another palace source yeah. was even more forthright telling Paris Match, the princess has for the time being and no, in reality, no intention of returning. Wow. She's been seen house hunting near, near Johannesburg. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So... Anyway, uh, they're she trying is. to spin it that she's caused the breakup, but she's a runaway bride, just like she was a runaway bride on her wedding day 10 years ago. And the, um, do you call it Monagasks? Is that what someone from Monaco is? A Monagaskian? Okay. A Monaga- I like how you the say police, that. Yes. The police stopped her at the airport. Okay, they when need. she tried to run away, they stopped her? So yeah. So she's a captive person. Yes. I mean, how horrible. Yeah. No one wants to see. FYI, if you're going to Monaco, you fly into Nice. You don't fly into Monte Carlo. All right. You've, you've sailed into Monte Carlo. All right. Or trained into Monte Carlo, as you remember. I Didn't do. Take the train? I, I did take the train into Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. The coming in, it's beautiful. Yeah. It actually is beautiful. Yes. Okay. That is what's happening there. That's what's happening. Shailene Woodley. Um, did, I, I watched that. Her movie. I did watch on it on Netflix. And. It was kind of sweet. Yeah. It was a little slow at the beginning, but it kind of was sweet. The love story? What yeah, is it? Yeah, it's a little love story about letters and 
It's kind of sweet. Okay, well, she's doing interviews, obviously, to talk about it. And she talked to Observer Magazine. She's, you know, been acting since she was five. She's 29. Yes. And she talked about how she used to get offended by she was considered the weirdo hippie lady of Hollywood land. And well, she shared weird things with us, Laurie. Well, about she, sunbathing, her her vagina hole. says it's sunny. <laughs> yes, yes. she sunned her vagina, her yeah. perineum. Yeah, what? she's kind of been weird. Yeah. Well, anyway, she was under the impression that she was the hippie of Hollywood over her environmentalism. But I really feel like Greta Thunberg is basically Captain Planet. And in, in the hippie of Hollywood, she was only the hippie because she talked about all of her weird body practices and out loud. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to take someone seriously when they're telling us about sunning their butt. No, cool. and, 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 mm-hmm. and the vagina. Yeah, like, it, it was important to get your yeah. labia full. And don't you sunned. remember when James Brolin's son? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. James Brolin's son burned his. Oh, yeah. Son burned his. And oh. he talked about it. Oh, yeah. Remember? I, I just didn't. That phase. You guys have had some I'm, adventures. I'm oh, so yeah. glad that that phase wasn't around when we used to sunbathe back in the day with iodine and tinfoil. That's Imagine right. Imagine the burn. Imagine the reflection. Right. Um, <laughs> but Shailene was asked by the yes. Observer about her engagement to NFL star Aaron Rodgers. And she said, we're trying to keep it as private as possible. Then why do you post other pictures on Instagram of you two going off together? At Disney, no less. Yes, come on. Give us a break. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Lori, your ad is, ma- your horse riding him is making. What? Your riding Grant like a horsey is making headlines. I think it's being picked up by um, Channel 5 News. Today. There we go. Is it? <laughs> is it really? Maybe 45. Maybe yeah. 45. 45. 45. It could be there. And Jenna Dewan Tatum, or Jenna Dewan, wants people to know that her comments about Channum being absent after their daughter's birth were distorted. They were. And I'm glad that she said that because they sounded, you know, she said, we get along. He's a great dad. And this came out all wrong. I, I never thought she was trashing his skills. She was just making a point. We were working, I was working, and he was gone, and it was Magic Mike. And I just said he could have incorporated the baby in his weight training. Yeah, but if she, that had been loud. He was on set. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't think too many new moms want their babies used as a... I told you that. You have to worry about the neck. People don't want to lift the babies up and jerk them up and down fast. I think there's... Yeah, most moms are going to put them... dizzy. Yeah. You know, some other things that might be happening. Oh, yeah, and Casey, uh, like, lifted uh, baby Bruce up in the air the other day, and the ceiling fan was going, <gasps> and... And oh, I mean, he's not tall enough course, to reach it. He isn't tall, tall enough, enough to reach it. I can't imagine the look on Nikki's face. She just calmly said, Dad, uh, there's a ceiling fan going on. And I know you can't reach it, but you do have Bruce in your arms. And he's like, oh, yeah. Chuck, chuck, chuck. Chuck, chuck, chuck. All right, everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. <laughs>